0: This is the Detroit Evening Report for Monday, July 24th, 2023. I'm Nargis Rahman from WDET News. Little Liberia is hosting its midsummer event in Detroit on Sunday. Amina Marhaba is a chef, owner, and founder of Little Liberia, an Afrofusion pop-up restaurant that began in 2016. Marhaba says people will get to try unique foods at the next pop-up. So in Liberia, when you go to a party, you'll find things like jollof rice, you'll find things like chicken wings, like plantains. And I wanted to bring that because it's part of like the summer vibe and I wanted people to be able to have that experience. All foods served will be a la carte style and are halal. The food ranges from nine dollars to fourteen dollars. Last summer, Marhaba won a hundred thousand dollars from the Hatch Detroit contest. She hopes to open a brick and mortar next year in Midtown, Detroit with the funds. The midsummer pop-up is Sunday, July thirtieth, from four to eight PM at brewery Faijan in Detroit. To find out more and to find out about the next pop-up, visit littleliberia.com. The Detroit Department of Transportation has released preliminary data detailing how often buses were on time in June. On weekdays, DDOT buses were on time 61% of the time. Michael Cunningham Jr. is a public transit activist in Detroit. He expresses dissatisfaction with the city's on-time performance at a DDOT meeting. That 61% is terrible. Terrible. And terrible for the last year, year and a half. People need to get to work on time. We have to move faster. DDOT says it has increased bus service but doesn't have enough drivers, which is causing some delays. Advocates say part of the problem is that drivers don't get paid enough. Their wages start at about $15 per hour. Wayne State is hosting a free two-day workshop to teach educators how to access archives. It's part of an effort to enhance student learning. The effort is brought together through the College of Education and the Walter P. Ruther Library for K-12 teachers and librarians. It's also a way to learn how to use community-based archives. Participants will get a tour of the library and a chance to create a lesson plan using the archives. K-12 educators can receive up to eight hours of continuing education credits by participating by paying a $5 fee via check. The workshop is part of the Bridging the Gap Archives in the Classroom and Community Project, funded by the National Archives and Records Administration's National Historic Publications Records Commission and the Community Foundation for Southeast Michigan. The two-day workshop is August 8 and 9 from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. People can find out more information by emailing minyu at wayne.edu. The Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy, or EGLE, announces $11.7 million grant to help communities upgrade water infrastructure, manage wastewater, and protect public health. Among the cities, Highland Park takes the largest chunk of funds, $10 million for water main and lead service line replacements. The My Clean Water Plan grants are through EGLE's Drinking Water State Revolving Fund, Drinking Water Asset Management, Consolidation and Contamination Risk Education Program, and federal resources to provide communities. clean drinking water, wastewater management, and environmental protection. In Michigan, 70% of residents are served by over 1,000 wastewater systems. New challenges include PFAS chemicals in water. A new assisted living facility opened in Detroit through a $75,000 grant from Motor City Match. Dream Estates is located in the Greenfield neighborhood. The funding supported building infrastructure. The facility was created for people who are disabled or older adults 55 and up. Some services include physical care, physical and occupational therapy, in addition to yoga and field trips. Dream Estates is located at 1600 Pembroke Avenue. If there's something in your neighborhood you think we should know about, drop us a line at Detroit Evening Report at WDET.org. I'm Narcis Rahman, WDET News.